We better figure out an intro soon because we're we're going. We're going. We're going with this. We're this going with it. here. We gotta go rescue the male nuns. Channel the heart of Exodia. Now I want to smell a real dead body and see if it compares. Happy birthday this to shit again. you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just stop there. Okay. All right, cool. I'm an old fart. I'm, I'm just going to fall asleep there if you kept going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've crossed over out of your 20s. I have, I have. Into the dirty 30. Do you feel dirty? I feel dirty every day, Sam. I was going to say, day. you probably feel a little dirty on Sunday with all that sweat. Yeah, that too. From all the work that we did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll uh, get into that later. Yeah, yeah, there's a tease. Yeah, so birthday, fun times. Went to Lion King. How were the animals stacked up? They there wasn't. Okay. Oh. They, they did exactly what I, I said they should do, which is not not recreate that scene. God dang it, Bobby. Uh, they did a really good job though with that that whole scene. Like it it was awesome the way that they went about it. Like working in and out of like herds of animals at a the water pool. Yeah. That's there. Like working in and out of those animals, like the herds and stuff. The way they went about it was really cool. And they're still like parts of it that very much are an homage to the original scene like with the giraffes where they do like the the necks coming up like yeah. uh, like swords coming up for a king or whatever when he passes through there was like a little bit of an homage to that with uh, with giraffes in in the uh this one as well so they 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 recreated some things they like shot for shot recreated things it was cool I've heard it was good. I've heard it was pretty good and stayed pretty true to the originals without getting too over the top with it being surreal. Yeah, definitely stuck pretty close to the original. Uh, They added, I think, a couple, at least one song. I think there's a couple songs, though. And, I mean, the cast was really good. So Now, how was Scar? Did he do a worthy job? Uh, If I had to choose between new Scar and old Scar, I'd probably, I like the voice acting of the old Scar. Yes, I mean, you can't get away Um, from Jeremy Irons. But I mean the like the, the visually it was cool seeing the the newer scar. I like that better. Although it did get really confusing at the very end when you had all the lightning and the dark because they tried to like recreate like the the fight between uh, Simba and uh, the battle and, and and Scar that battle at the very end. And so when that happened and everything got really dark because of how similar the the lions look basically. You kind of you kind of get a, a little lost in that fight at you times. You don't know who the good guy is anymore, um, and you're rooting for Scar. <laughs> yeah, yes. get him there. Oh wait, that was Scar batting at Simba's face. Shit. Yes. Um, yeah, no. See, so there was a little bit of that, but it wasn't too bad at all. Uh, but I, I do like. I think I liked the. I like the original voice acting. I think because of how menace, menacing he was. Yeah, like Jeremy Irons' voice just grabs you. Yeah. And like, this one, in anything he does, you are just drawn to that character. Yeah. And, and in this one, he's more the the voice acting for the newer one. That menacing is still there, but it's like this sly, like backdoor kind of menacing. Like you you know what he's doing, you know what he's doing, and he's he does all the same things where he's like talking to Simba and being real nice, and then as soon as Simba walks away, he'll say something or you like you know full, full, further on it with like the hyenas and stuff. Uh, that was actually one big change that I noticed was that. Uh, and I don't remember this in the original one, but the the way the hyenas are portrayed, it's like they're they're um, one species, and then the, like them and the lions are really battling over who controls Pride Rock on any given time. That's why they're always chasing them out of the Pride Lands. Okay, and like they kind of they go that that extra step with that. Whereas before it was like, oh, there's hyenas in the Pride Lands, and they go chase them away. 
but they kind of explain why that's why they're they're so mad about that. Like it, it's like this more like almost like a cultural war between the two. It's kind of kind of cool. It's, it's just one extra step that I don't remember being in the original. Yeah the uh, the the division between the hunters and the scavengers. Yeah, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Were there still the three Stooges antics with them? Because it was pretty they, much like they were Larry Curly and Mo. Yeah. Last so time. yeah. The, well, they, there's like they they have the three main hyenas, but there's like a whole bunch of hyenas. Like there's a whole pack of them. Uh, they show them. They show them all off at, at one point. But the, you still have the three main ones. Was it Ed? Yeah, Ed was the Ed. The, the smart one. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. From that. <laughs> Wrong Ed, Sam. But yeah. So I think Ed was the the really dumb one in there. And in this case, he's. They don't play him up as like a special needs character. They play him up more like uh, I'm going to be socially awkward and possibly being socially awkward on purpose. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Like at one point, he gets all up on one of the other hyenas, and they have. He's like, "I can, can I have some space?" And he walks away, and then he just comes back on the other side, and he's like, "See now, now I know you're doing this on purpose." Yeah. That's the like whole conversation. Like it's really cool. Um, those three, I don't feel like we're quite as integral in this movie as they were in the in the original like they don't they never felt like they had that moment to shine where they they were when they would show up and kind of take the spotlight at times in the original yeah just didn't feel like they had it quite in this one but they they definitely played them a bit differently because they were definitely the comedic humor in the last one but they were they did get the spotlight in a lot of scenes yeah and they 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 were a little bit of comedic humor but now i don't think quite as much well I got to watch the trifecta because I got to watch the original, then go see the movie, and then next month I go to see the play. Oh, you're going to go see the play? Yeah, me, my, my mom, and my dad are going to see the play. My mom asked me about the play, and I was like, yeah, I'd go see it. That's not a problem. I've never seen it before. I yeah, totally go see it. I, I've seen this rendition of Lion King in, uh, I think it was Disney World when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It, it was pretty much like a bunch of people on stage acting like the animals, but yeah. I don't really think it was the play. It may have been a precursor to the play. Yeah. I'm not sure how that all broke down. Because I know it, some of their stuff, I think, broke out of... The Disney the, yeah. live stage shows. I think so. But I'm not 100% on that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was when Animal Kingdom opened up. Mm-hmm. And they had that going on on one of the stage shows. Okay. And it was really cool because it was just like all these abstract costumes to make it look like an animal. Yeah, and that, that's what I remember seeing when they would always promote the, the Lion King musical. Uh, was very similar to that that same like kind of abstract costuming uh, i've been to animal kingdom before like plenty of times so i but i don't remember the lion king thing i remember a bug's life one that they did yeah i do remember they had but a that bug's was like life a, ride or something yeah it was like one of those ones you sit there and they put the the 4d because they do the the you know, 3d glasses and they do like the smell stuff and they spray you with water yeah and the seat would buzz yeah when the bees were flying i do remember yeah. that yeah, so I don't remember the Lion King one. Although I mean, we may have missed that or something. Maybe I didn't get a chance to see it. That was it would have been would have been something I would have wanted to see though. Well, you just need to go back, Thomas. At some point, yeah. But you know what? Actually, I just saw on oh. the news today when I walked over to my mom's to talk to her for a little Please bit. Please tell me this is what I think it is. It, that a lady does not want single or a kid or millennials without kids to be allowed to go into Disney World. Yes, yeah. Any anybody who doesn't have kids should not be allowed to and if you are a mom with a child you should be able to skip to the front of the line oh i didn't get all this i i i I was uh i was listening to oh it was it was one of the kevin smith it was uh hollywood babylon podcast uh and they were talking about they they actually read a lot of this lady's post but yeah she wanted to 
moms with kids should be able to skip to the front of the lines. Um, she got really mad at this girl, at this woman who uh, got one of those Mickey Mouse pretzels, and the line was too because of all the people. The line was too long, and so when her son had asked for one, she said, "I'm sorry, honey, but no." And and it broke his little heart, and that hurt her so much. And then she th- all she could think about was taking that pretzel from that stupid cunt uh, who didn't have a child and saying and giving it to her kid and saying, look what you did to him. You don't deserve this or, or something along those lines. I'm not bitch, you could go stand a line. Right. Oh, my God. I'm at Disney and there's fucking lines everywhere. Yeah. Like you're at like the biggest resort attraction <laughs> for kids and millennials and anybody who wants to be a kid yeah, on any, the inside. Any, anybody who's like, I want to be a child again. Let me go. My do something parents fun. fucking go. Oh, yeah. Like, we, we used to go like once a year at one point like if we weren't going there we were going to universal um yeah fucking ridiculous yeah it is just crazy yeah these these <laughs> i don't even know people right i don't even know you can <laughs> classify them just shitty people yeah shitty people shitty people i think that's the, the correct correct thing but uh but yeah no it's yeah it's all lion king i spent time with the family got a gift from you which we, I have to learn how to play and then force you to play it. And uh, hopefully Brian as well. I was going to say, Brian sounded really interesting. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely play that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it should be good because I've heard good things about the Legendary series. Okay. Because I, I think it's a more over like a style of game you play mm-hmm. and then it's stylized towards the, the, the property. Things. Like I think there's one with monsters like the alien, alien, the xenomorph is in it and okay. other things. Or I, I think it's sci-fi theme, not monster theme. But I, I figured Marvel might be the cooler one out of them all because uh, yeah. all of them have slightly different rules. And the DC one, it was one person's going out there to win. Like, Batman must be the winner. <laughs> Whereas the Marvel one I got for you, it's about defeating the Marvel scheme of yeah, the beat, villains. Beat yeah. And one to five player co-op. The one, the one to five player thing caught me off guard. I was like, oh, I could play this by myself. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> I, I, I have a couple of games I played by myself yeah. before. Okay. I, I More than just Solitaire? Those. Yes, yes, more than uh, just solitaire. Pyramid? I, I, no, I've never actually played that. I've wanted no. to learn how to play that. Mahong you're talking about? Mahong? No, no, no. I mean, there, yeah, there's that too. No, this is like uh, make a pyramid out of cards. You have to get everything to add up to 13. So it's like a king and an ace add up to 13. And you can take them off the board. And you have like so many in the deck that you can oh. shuffle through. But you can only go through your, your deck of cards once. I've never heard of this game. It used to be on... Um, on on computers interesting it was it was usually a part of the pack of stuff you can play probably before uh windows xp before they added in pinball yeah even then it probably was it was on there i i i, I always call it pyramid i don't yeah. know exactly what i know it, you what can it was play hearts all the time yeah i used to play that yeah hearts free cell pyramid yeah where do we go with that tangent? i don't oh, card I, games yeah card Playing games I don't, I don't know I, I i took something and i ran with it and then i got lost <laughs> yeah it tends to happen <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. We played a little bit. I enjoyed it a lot. I was gonna say, well, I wanted your a little, a little more of your opinion on it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with co-op. It, it it's a beat 'em up, yeah, uh, action RPG, yeah, and it fits everything I wanted to. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. It's like I wasn't expecting top-notch, you know, graphics or anything. I figured it'd be a little glitchy. Quite honestly, it plays better than I was like originally anticipating it to. Yeah. And yeah, it's super enjoyable with the synergies and working things out and doing different kinds of shit. It's really fun. Yeah, I can imagine with four player co-op, it would get crazy, especially if one person oh, went down and then yeah. they just had to sit out till they got picked back up. But two player co-op jumping between uh, the cast of four people mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. 
Oh, yeah. And, like, even the weird glitchiness of it was just fucking hilarious to me. Like, we had our old four random team members that aren't the same team members you start the game with running through the story. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden it would switch to a cutscene of, like, the fucking Gamora and the uh, Guardians, of the, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, oh, that's not who we're playing. <laughs> right. And then Drax's face would pop up and start talking. I'm like, you ain't here, buddy. Right, right. Or uh, we got to a point, we got to the point in... Um in the, I guess, technically the second chapter, you have the intro chapter and then you have the, the first, like, real chapter, and that's where we were. And you get to a point where you, uh, you get to play, you get Luke Cage comes in and starts fighting with you. you and mean we Jax. had, yeah. And so then we had two of them on the screen because we had one in our party, and then we met him up, and it was like, holy shit, there's, there's two of them now. <laughs> they don't really compensate for any of that, which I always thought was kind of fun. They did that in the, in the previous ones to the point of, like, Deadpool used to have conversations with himself. I wanted to actually try to do a little bit of research on who came first, first Jax yeah. or yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Who are you looking up? I looked up who came first, Jax or Luke Cage. Okay. Maybe I should have looked him up separately. That way, I could find out the origins of both and find out that year. So Luke Cage looks like he was created in June of 1972. So that fucking predates uh, Jax for yeah. sure. Okay, there the. The debate that has gone on for like three days <laughs> between us, even though it really wasn't a debate, it was just a who came first, yeah. Jax or Jack showed up in 1993. Yep. Yeah, I, I just kept on seeing him, and I couldn't call him Luke Cage. I just had to call him Jax yeah. every time. I mean, the the older ones, I could definitely see the the, the Jax like resemblance. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I got I got what you were saying when you said it. It made sense to me. Although I feel like. I think Opie feels like squeaking. I think so. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like the, this Jack Luke Cage thing bleeds into to something that happened on Sunday, though. Oh, it does. Yes. You <laughs> mix Greg and David up. I feel bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to. And then both of them say, "Huh? See how it is? See how it is, Sammy? All those black people look the same to you." No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, Sunday was an interesting day. Yeah, it was. It was a fun day, a long day, interesting day. But uh, it was it was an interesting lead up to it. Also, was it Saturday night? I went out after the Pagan Pride Day meeting to go and see a band that I always used to go see, Drunken Sunday. Which, ironically, I was leaving their Drunken Sunday house when I got my last DUI. <laughs> Who goes go to figure? And uh, they were reuniting. They haven't played in like three years. So went to the outpost to go see them in Kent. That was just a fucking hilarious time because I ran into that dude, Chris, that camped with us at Pyro that did that weird alien noise that went wee, 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 or however yeah. the fuck he does that. Apparently, he's moved on from ketamine to shrooms. Oh, okay. He's like, like, I ate three shrooms this morning, man, and I forgot how much I love him. I'm like, moving up in life. I was wondering what you were feeling today, <laughs> sir. But his buddy, his buddy brought all this exotic fruit to the show he had a fucking 10 pounds of jackfruit and it was only a quarter of a jackfruit too but it was a 10 pound jackfruit yeah and then a shit ton of lychees and some mangoes and it was like shit this dude like this is cool he just came stocked with fruit usually people come stocked with drugs and alcohol <laughs> but this motherfucker's sitting out back eating some fruit i could get down with this <laughs> So uh, I, I was at that Drunken Sunday show And they, they played great Even though like Ricky Their one guitarist Who'd left the band like five times And come back to the band like five times Forgot like two, three songs So they just stood up there <laughs> smiling But to be fair They already had Including him Three guitarists So he was kind of just A second rhythm guitar Okay Because the guy who replaced him Was also playing <laughs> So it was like the 
the lead singer who plays guitar and does all the guitar solo, then the rhythm guitarist, and then so the other rhythm guitarist. Kind of like with Korn when uh, when Head left and they came back. They yeah. didn't get rid of the extra person. They're like, all right, well, well, we're we'll just, just gonna figure out how to do this with two of you. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a really good show. They played a new song, which was really good too. Then I go out to the Jeep, try to start it, and it just doesn't fucking start. Like, and I, I've been having slight issues with my starter where it takes a couple times to start, but it always starts. But this time, just nothing. Lights nothing. come on and everything. So I text Evan because we were about to go grab some food before heading back up this way. And I'm like, I, I'm stuck. Like, my Jeep won't start. And so I went ahead and uh, went to look at the starter because I know you can hit them a few times. And if someone starts it with the key while you hit it, it can usually unbind up the uh, the connectors that are spinning within it or whatever the fuck happens inside of a starter. I just know <laughs> things spin and they could get bound up. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go try to do that. I get under the Jeep and there's just a fucking wire hanging from my starter. And I couldn't get the connector off of it, so I tried to, like, push the wire or what was left of it back into the connector <laughs> and hope, like, something would jump to start it. <laughs> that didn't work. So AAA, like actually came out on a fucking Saturday night in a college town yeah. within 20 minutes. What? I, I was so confused. And it was like 1 o'clock in the morning at this point, or maybe one thirty. This guy, Rags, comes out, and there's also another car that had broken down. Like, this lady was like, this person slashed my tires, man. They keep doing this. I get my tires slashed, like, five times a year. And then, so they're worrying about trying to get that tire off, and we tried to help them at one point, but we literally could not get the fucking tire off the car. Yeah. I don't know if the studs were bent or what happened, but it would not come off. So I was like, well, I have a tow truck driver coming. He could probably help you. In the meantime, while the tow truck driver is helping me out with my starter real quick before we go and help them, because he wanted to just get it up and on the truck so that we could be done with it. I was like, well, there is a wire hanging from it. I don't know if you have anything like maybe we could jerry-rig this. So he got some pliers and whatnot. We were able to pull off the connector. Then we were able to slit the wire further down and then wrap it around the uh, stud coming out of the starter and then force the cap back onto it to hold it on, and it fucking started. (laughs) So hopefully that's been all my starter issues have been. Uh, it, it, it took a little bit to start up the first time, but so far today, going to get lunch and everything, it started up like a dream. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so then we go over and try to help out this other car, and, uh, at that point, they had, like, started filling up the tire with air again, and they're like, no, no, we got enough air in it, and whatnot, and the tow truck driver rags, he's like, uh, I can get the tire off so you can make it home, and they're like, no, 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 it's only a small leak, we're gonna make it home, and he's like, but you want to make sure you make it home? And they're like, don't worry about it. And we're like, okay. So I gave Rags his $5 tip and we went on our way. And he still technically towed me up to Bedford. Yeah. He's like, dude, don't give me a tip. I'm like, dude, you just helped me Jerry rig the truck. He's like, no, I'm getting paid for a half an hour of towing right now, man. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, when I get the review, I'll say we had a great conversation on the car ride. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just this old white dude who was fucking like dirty down to earth and funny as shit yeah and that, i guess that's why they call him rats fair enough but yeah so got home at like 2 two thirty. couldn't sleep after that either because i was just all grimy I had to jump in the shower and then showers wake me up when i take them before i go to sleep so i didn't get to bed till like three then i wanted to wake up at like seven thirty to start doing everything for the cookout <laughs> but uh yeah, I woke up at like 8.20 and I looked at my recipe for the Indian shish kebabs I was making and I saw that they had to marinate in the yogurt marinade for four hours. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I need to get on this. 
<laughs> and thankfully, the three pounds of chicken that I got extra was enough because I forgot to pull my chicken out of the freezer yeah. the night before. And so I put it in the bathtub to thaw it out and just wasn't working in time. So I'm like, hope three pounds is enough. Greg just said he's bringing hamburgers and hot dogs. I'm going with that. So that was the first debacle of the day. <laughs> then Beck shows up while me and my dad are trying to solder the uh, the starter together with a new wire. And so dealing with all that, and then Beck shows up. She goes in the house to play with the animals for a little while. And then Greg shows up, and we're like, all right, let's, let's get on this tent. Yeah. Because Bex had told me about how much of a nightmare this tent was and how she cried the last time she set it up. And I, I feel like we wanted to cry on the inside this time <laughs> when we set it up. We just didn't. <laughs> so you got there for the debacle. Then uh, uh, Alex, David showed I up. Say Alex, Alex showed up. got there. Alex showed yeah. up before I did because he was already there when I got there. Yeah, so thank God the engineer was there with me. Right. right. I, was saying, I showed up and I was like, Craig, you know what the best part about this is? We're watching this happen and there's definitely an engineer in the group. Yeah. <laughs> and so... We start taking the poles out, lining them up. Then my mom comes out, and she starts talking with Bex, and Bex starts talking with her, because they haven't seen each other in, like, a year and a half. And right. so they're asking each other about life and everything, and then me and Alex are just looking at this fucking tent, like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> How did this go together? There's some, like, labels on a couple of these, like 2B, 3B, 5, and then the rest don't have labels. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let's just start laying shit out. And we got like half of it laid out correctly. And then I definitely put two poles in the wrong place yeah. and we're trying to figure it out. And then finally, I'm like, I think I fucked up, guys. I think I <laughs> fucked up. I don't think the roof should be with those poles. I think those are for something else. So we finally got the whole roof together. Yeah, yeah, we did. And then we realized how wobbly it was. Uh huh. That's when the duct tape came into play. <laughs> as much as it could at least as much as it could yeah we got it all duct taped up feeling good about it and then it comes time to race <laughs> yeah so we gotta lift it up we're gonna try and lift it up with the tarp on top because we figured if we did it that way we wouldn't have to try and carry the, ta- the, the tarp over the, the thing we just you know kind of make the adjustments in the process yeah so uh so we tried doing that and then everything started popping back out yeah and then so i had to keep bringing it down more duct tape yeah and then we we managed to get it up and then it was all right we gotta get the legs in place yeah so now we're trying to get the legs in and we're trying to get them all square and that was and then it just kept teetering and we're like oh man this yeah. is gonna fall over yeah i kept on just seeing the big bad wolf come and blowing it down <laughs> so so we get the the tarp over the top of it well we taped a little bit more then we put the tarp over the top of it and and got somehow it somehow it did not collapse yeah. at that point uh, we got it we got it we got at that point we, like i was holding it and we were all good we, you guys got it staked down and it was pretty sturdy felt felt pretty sturdy at least yeah oh and did we mention this was a 20 by 10 t- uh, tent i don't we think did not. we even mention no that. we didn't yeah so this is like a 20 by 10 fucking room yeah not not just a tent yeah See, so, yeah, we, we did that. We got it all. We get it all squared up. And we're like, all right, it's not falling over. We're gonna gonna let this go. This is gonna be what it's gonna be. And then Brian showed up, and uh, some people. We started getting some key forge going. I, I was making my kebabs, getting them ready. And yeah. I walk out, and I just see it half collapsed on top of you guys. <laughs> so we're in there. Alex and David were playing, and they were going back and forth. They were doing their thing, and I was talking with uh, with Brian and Greg about Marvel Ultimate Alliance and just hashing stuff out with that and i think uh evan and bex had started playing and then the breeze is coming through and it's it feels good it's nice and then and then a couple of the uh the rods come out of place and it just comes down 
<laughs> just looked like a mangled fucking mess. And then, uh, and then I was just kind of holding it up on the inside. I was like, all right, let's just just get the everything un un uh, staked down, like remove the stakes, and then let's just pull it off to the side. Just, we're just gonna remove it. So we ended up pu- pulling it all off and uh, and just kind of left <laughs> left the the mangled remains yeah, off to the side. Off to the side for a couple more hours, just so we could watch at the disaster. Uh, yeah, uh, a couple. I think the. I think that a couple games finished up, and then we moved everything into the shade. Yeah. Yep. Got everything moved into the shade, or what shade there was at that point in time, yeah. around midday. Right. Started uh, the cooking. Yeah. And I, was, I, was, I went right up there. He uh, said, hey, if you guys want to uh, build your own, or we can just build them and cook them as is. And no one said anything, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go up there and give you a hand. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you and Evan came around. I had, I, Evan started doing the cooking after yeah. we started the building. Yeah, and so Brian was down there playing games, so I was like, he was right there to, to rules lawyer for anybody. Yep, and he, he had the rules lawyer his game the most. It's like fucking hour-long game with Greg. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah, that was a long <laughs> game. And then he made Greg play another creature-heavy deck yeah. in the next game, and Greg's like, I fucking hate these decks, dude. <laughs> so then I give Greg a nice, like, yeah. the, the deck I gave you to play, Eshal Snake. Yeah. And then he got to play that. He's like, okay, this, this game's a little better. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I, well, I, I had uh, Brian pick one of my three unopened decks, which one I was going to play that day. He picked one. I opened it up. It was actually, I think, the first time I've come across a artifact heavy deck, or at least artifact creature heavy deck, because it was very much that deck was built built to race yourself to your keys. Yeah, because it has zero amber control, and uh, and it's just about building, like getting your amber, whether it's through artifacts or through uh, reaping. And I was, it was the first time I had ever played one like that. So it was a, a learning curve for me when I played it. Yeah, and I, I had a slight amber control, so I was able to steal a few of your amber oh, yeah. here and there. And so, because you couldn't steal it back, it, it was a very close game, too. Like, oh, I had yeah. two keys, you still, had two keys yeah, until it, the end. It still was a, it wasn't a bad match. Yeah, but just because I had a little bit of amber control, it put me out on top. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like I said, it was a fun match. And it was no. also the card draw, too. Yeah. 100% card draw. Yeah. Like uh, most card games. Right, right. Go figure. Uh, well, unless you're Yu-Gi-Oh! and you can channel, uh, channel the heart of the cards. Channel the heart of Exodia! <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was a lot, of, a lot of fun matches. There was, I guess, only one uh, uh, angry match, as it were. <laughs> heated but, instance. He, yeah, heated instance. And even that one was, like, mild, so it wasn't bad. Yeah, Evan played those two cards to make Bex only be able to win Taz play one Mall, house. I believe is yeah, what it is. Taz Mall. Yeah, and uh, then she was stuck playing one house every time he reaped. Yeah, and, and she didn't have that house, and so she couldn't play any of her cards in her hand. Yeah, uh, and, I, and then like later on, I end up. We were, I was playing uh, Brian, and I, I apparently have a deck with two Taz Malls as well, and I, they both ended up in my hand immediately, and I was like. I can't really pass this up. So I did it for like a turn and then I stunned them and I was like, he's like, really? You're going to do that? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play that way. So like, it wasn't, I did it because it was funny. Yeah. And I was like, I moved past it being funny real quick. It, and exactly. I, like, I played this, this deck before where I didn't have to do that. So I know it's not like a mandatory thing. Yeah. And, and Brian's one of those people where he's like, I, you're not going to do the most competitive thing you can or yeah. whatnot, but yeah. Just like the, the game I played with you on, uh, on Saturday, I was like, have a move. And this could be really fun, and it could totally fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it did. It, it ended up fucking you a little bit, <laughs> and that was another really fucking close game. Yeah, that came down to one. Literally came down to one amber. Yes, we were fighting over it. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Back and forth, back and forth between our archons. Um, 
but yeah, it was like I, sometimes I'll, I'll look at stuff like especially I'm not playing in a tournament. Like I play competitive. Like I'm a competitive person. Not to say that I'm not. I'm definitely a competitive person. What? But I, I take it to a certain degree, and then I go, okay, I'm gonna, this, there's something fun I could do here. Do I do that, or do I just go? full on into just i'm gonna win this yeah and sometimes uh it's kind of like a flip of a coin sometimes i'm like this seems like the fun thing to do i'm gonna try this see I'm what gonna happens give it a shot uh and then other times i'm like no i'm just gonna do the, the competitive thing yeah and i do not blame you so i i'm not it's it's not to say that i'm not a competitive person but when i look at it i'm like i'm here having fun i'm not here trying to win a tournament exactly no yeah and, and i think it was a lot of fun oh yeah Sunday. It, it seemed like everyone had fun Alex did not like the game. No, he, he gave up his deck. <laughs> <laughs> but he enjoyed the hangout. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's like, thank you for hosting that. That was a lot of fun. I, and uh, I, I got a lot of good feedback from people saying it was a lot of fun. So we'll have to try to do that again. If you do, uh, let me know ahead of time. And I, my dad has like those uh, pop-up canopies mm-hmm. where you just kind of pull them and it comes pop. up. Yeah. Pop so up. Uh, they're not a 20 by 10 or whatever. They're not a room, but you get two of those. We could cover some some shade yeah get definitely. some shade out of it so if you're if you're gonna want to do something like that again let me know i have uh i have stuff we could probably use just gotta unbury it for sure for sure yeah because i i especially had some fun talking with alex about bolt action too because yeah i've been reading more of the rule book i've been watching some videos on it and apparently my stuff's gonna come into jeff's house tomorrow <laughs> so i'm gonna have some bolt action nice and i'm, I'm kind of excited i uh i just found combat this 1960s show uh and it's all on youtube now it i, I was obsessed with it when i was a kid my dad mm-hmm. always watched it It was with vic morrow playing sergeant saunders and it's pretty much this uh this squad of u.s forces who just goes like behind enemy lines all the time they get sent on the so crazy it's like, fucking it's missions. like mash but serious yeah more serious than mash <laughs> and they had great fucking uh, for the time period, like special effects with shit blown in the air, just you'd always hear all the gravel fall into the earth. And I watched the special on it at one time. They're like, "Yeah, no, those were all actual explosions, and we just made sure people were far enough away because we couldn't recreate safe explosions. Right? So we just blew things up." I'm like, "Oh, that's why I love that show so much." <laughs> so I'm gonna start watching some of that to be able to uh, maybe get some ideas to recreate scenario play. I also got a 15% off thing in the email for Warlord Games. Nice. And there's this $10 set of infantry. It's for infantry. It's like one guy with a briefcase with a, a gun, but he's dressed in civilian clothes. Another guy who's dressed as like old man civilian clothes. And then two guys dressed as nuns. One with the potato masher uh, German grenade, uh, grenade in his... Uh, hand just holding it behind his back but he's dressed as a nun in a habit and then there's another one that's trying to sneak with a pistol looking like han solo and i was like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna use my 15 percent off on that because i know <laughs> we can find some scenarios where we got to go rescue the male nuns <laughs> it'd be so good it's just one of those games where you can make it a little bit more lifelike serious mm-hmm. than 40k because you can obviously do the same things in 40k but it, just the theme of it fits my World War II nostalgia so much yeah. better than Necrons running around with Gauss rifles and Tyranids trying to eat my face all the time. <laughs> Fucking Space Marines don't need that shit in their life, man. Right. We know what they really need. They need plague spewers all over their face. <laughs> 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 they, need, they need my death card to walk up and just pop a pustule 
right on their right on their visor that they do <laughs> that they do so obviously i'm really excited for fucking bolt action sounds like it i i will probably i i say now get two armies for that eventually especially because the armies are like a third of the cost of what 40k armies are like i didn't realize how many infantry came in infantry box sets until alex said it yesterday like infantry box sets are about 40 bucks so you're like oh that's like the same as 40k then you read the model count in it it's like 30 Right. 30 models for 40 bucks. I'm like, that's nice. less than a fucking dollar a model. Well, a little bit over a dollar a model. Yeah. But it's not $5 a fucking model. Right, right, right. So uh, Fucking uh, cultists are like the most expensive thing you could fucking buy. And apparently you Boltec... Have to buy two oh. set, you have to buy two sets of cultists to, to even get a squad. Oh. They're boxes, oh. boxes of five and you need 10 minimum. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. That, that's In case bull- you're like 40 bucks, I think it's like 40 bucks for, for 10. Total, Damn. I think is what it is. I'd have to look. And they're I the don't... worst, like, fucking... They're the cannon fodder. Let me, yeah, I know. Like, me... they're not the worst because they have their place in the game. Right. But they're not what you want to field. Right. I mean, they're, they're great for, for helping you get to an objective, but they're not... They're not holding anything. They're just... They're there. Yeah. Maybe, and, let me double check on that price. I, I think it's... I want to say it was, like, 20 bucks a box. But the cool thing that Alex found out is a thousand-point match of bolt action is pretty much, like, the top you play at. So, like, that $100 army I'm getting? Yeah. That's already 1,000 points. That's a full army for $100, not fucking $300, and maybe I have a full army. <laughs> but I still Fair love enough. 40K, even though how much I'm shit-talking GW and their pricing scheme. Yeah, well, AKA GW, hopefully, is listening. <laughs> Good luck with that. But, yeah, I was trying to think of the other army I'd get. Oh, I'm wrong. No it's, it's It's $10 a box, so $20 for... For ten of them, but still, but you yeah. ha- it's it's only five in a box, and you need ten minimum. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, that's shit. And you you normally want to take twenty of them, right? Like right. if you're gonna take them because there's a stratagem to be able to make them come back on the field all of a sudden after they die, right? So you really want to kind of take twenty of them, maybe maybe ten. I don't know. Yeah, there, there's different applications for different scenarios. All depends on what you're trying to do, but yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, but then uh, Sunday continuing. After uh, you left, after David and Greg left, uh, Eric actually ended up coming over after he got back from Puerto Rico, and he said he had a great time there, especially after all the crazy stuff that happened. I guess he was down there when the uh, governor stepped down, and he said it was fucking party. Yeah. everybody partying because before he got down there there were riots mm-hmm. about the governor needing to step down because he was fucking putting all his information out there on text messaging apps and it all got leaked and yeah w- way worse than what hillary did but still kind of on that same level yeah <laughs> but uh it was one of those things he went down there and he's like yeah man i had one of the best times ever just going to local spots because they tried to stay away from like the big cities where like shit could happen like san juan where the riots and cars were set on fire like the day before he left right but he, he said he enjoyed it a lot though uh he came over and we started shooting the bow and arrow a little bit brian missed twice and then almost got a fucking eye shot it was a head shot but it was like just and not even an inch away from going straight through the fucking eye nice and i'm like man all right he's like yeah i can't wait till you guys get hay bales because it's gonna be so much more fun when we don't have to look for the arrows right <laughs> we uh we lost one yesterday so we're at seven okay. okay only at seven out of 12 so we only lost five over the course of like four shooting rounds nice not horrible without a backstop right they just fucking hide underneath the grass too easily again hot pink next time all hot pink arrows shaft and all (laughs) right want it pink yeah so been a good day since then other than that nice yeah Yeah. uh, after i left i went to go to the uh, chinese lantern festival at the zoo how was that? It was, I heard of, it was a lot bigger this year. It was a lot of fun. I, I didn't go last year, so I, I have nothing to compare it to. You know, the, the lantern stuff, the lanterns slash lantern sculptures 
is the way I, I kind of put it. Yeah, because there are more sculptures than they were just lights. Yeah, but they're all made like to kind of be like lanterns. So they put like uh, rope lights behind them and they light them up. And some of them are animated. Some of them aren't. Uh, but there's there are tons of them there. There's a giant shark. There's like a whole big castle thing there. Um, they did a bunch of dinosaurs and like a whole bunch of other stuff i mean there's tons of different things i took some pictures and and some videos and it was really good time we sat down and watched the um the the performance that they do oh i didn't see that last year yeah so they well like this year they had uh started off with with two girls doing the the yo-yos and not a cop right no no cop no cop just uh just a big long well not big a long string with a stick on either end and the big ass plastic yo-yos Oh, and they were in doing the center t- of them? Yeah. yeah. And so they were doing the tricks with those and launching them up in the air and tossing them to each other. And they were doing all kinds of stuff. That was really cool. Uh, then it moved. Who was after that? Oh, it was the the sleeve dancer was after that, which was the more boring one to me. I just, it didn't quite click as well. I don't know if it was the way that her dance matched up to the music and it just wasn't jiving for me. Not sure. Still cool to a certain extent, but out of the the groupings that was my least favorite and then from there i think it was the the martial artist okay gotta see her do do her um tai chi taekwondo i don't know what what they didn't actually say they just they left it as martial arts okay i was always interested in what form yeah so was i would have been more interested in which form but i don't recall them telling us which which form it was but it was a more of a performance thing than it was like she wasn't breaking like uh wood or or blocks or anything it was she was going through the motions and doing the different things and uh showing off flexibilities and stuff like that it sounds kind of like tai chi maybe that's usually okay. the slow one that they tell like a lot of elderly people to start doing yeah that might that might have you say that now it makes sense that probably was what it was um and then there was a guy that he came out first with the the, the cups on the ends of strings and he was swinging those around doing stuff with that and then he uh, he pulls out a table and a little teeter board, oh. and he flips the cups onto his head, and he flips other cups into the cups, mm-hmm. and then he flips this little uh, like tin, like uh, you might put creamer in it for your for your coffee or something like ah. that. Flips one of those up there, and then he flips a spoon into it. That's talent. Yeah, it was really cool. I can't and, even hold anything on my head. Right, that would be my first problem. Um, and then after that. The last girl, oh, she was one of the girls who was doing the yo-yo thing, but she came back out and did foot juggling. How the fuck do you do that? I, I guarantee you, you, I can't say I guarantee you, but you probably have seen something like it before. Hacky it's like, sack? Huh? Hacky sack? No. So, like, so she starts off with, like, um, one of those big bases. It's like this round, and she, you know, she gets it up, and then she starts moving it with her feet. And just keeps it up, keeps it moving and rolling, oh, and then she she'll like on her back. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then she like she'll balance it like on one foot, and she'll flip it around and do different things with it. And then they brought out a table, and she's able to table. It's really cool. That is random. Um, those are the ones that, I, that we saw. I guess there are. If you went to the different ones, they're they're all a little different. I guess is what they they try to say. Oh, that's But cool. that might just be due to human error yeah. and anything else. I don't know. Again, only saw the one show. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was really cool to see it. Uh, some of the animals were out. Uh, that was actually the first time I've, I've been through the tiger exhibit. Yeah, that's the last, really cool. The last time I was there, that was still under construction. So it's been a while since I've been to the, the Metro Park Zoo. And so seeing the that exhibit and then there was the, the snow leopards. They did the same thing with snow leopards. And we were able to see them when we walked through. But yeah, it was really cool. 
Yeah, I kind of really want to go to the zoo because they have that uh, corpse-smelling plant. Oh, yeah, I just blooming. saw that. Well, it hasn't bloomed yet, or unless... I, I, let, me it, say, let me rephrase that. I saw an article that they're waiting for it to bloom. Yes. It's like the fourth time in, in like 25 years. Yeah, and so I want to go smell a dead body. <laughs> I've never smelled a dead body before. Yes, it's morbid curiosity, yeah, I know. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw... I don't know if it's happened. I, I shouldn't say that it hasn't happened, but I saw an article about it about them awaiting the uh the blooming of said plant that it'll, it'll be a life-changing experience i think smelling I dead bodies out of don't, a plant. i don't know that i would agree with it being life-changing but to each their own it's going to change my life being as now i don't want to smell the plant anymore now i want to smell a real dead body and see if it compares <laughs> no, i was gonna say i don't want to smell the plant anymore i want to go back out and smell animal poop that's what i thought you were gonna go with oh no <laughs> No, I go more morbid than that. <laughs> Fair enough. You win. <laughs> you win, I lose. <laughs> Game over, you suck. <sighs> but yeah, it's been a good weekend overall, I could yeah, say. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was definitely busier than what I was initially expecting it to be. Yeah, I hear you there. I guess it's better than uh, than being bored. Yeah, so definitely. Most definitely. But yeah, if, uh, if you ever want to do host another event like that, let me know. Whether it's uh, Pokemon or it's uh, another Keystra- uh, Pokestrasa whatever the fuck you call it pokey monstrosity <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> it sounded like you were trying to sp- talk german there for a minute yeah if you whether it's that or just regular pokemon or just regular key forge or board a giant board game night or something yeah. let me know uh the canopies don't have like the the insect guards or whatever you want to call on them but hey they give you shade yeah if we were to do it again the only weekend I think we could do it before my Iceland trip would be of the 17th, 18th, and it'd have to be another Sunday on the 18th. Okay. And then next weekend is Pagan Pride Day. Probably the following weekend after that, the 31st and the 1st. I didn't even realize that was a weekend. But then after that, I go to Iceland. Well, maybe we'll talk this over, put up some dates, yep. see what people are interested in, and uh, give ideas if there's anything you guys are interested in maybe playing or, or trying out want to do a big board game night or something exactly and this time you should respond not like all the uh reviews that we got right massing yeah. in yeah all those those crazy crazy we couldn't we got so many reviews yeah yeah uh, no one wanted I, me to get pied in the face <laughs> yeah no one I'm wanted me to get caked very, in the face very disappointed with that yeah so um for you guys who might have forgotten we'll extend that one more week yeah you know all you got to do is write us a review and put some stars out there and I buy the cake. You don't buy the cake. I buy the cake, and we get put in my face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, we well, get put in. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I just don't worry about I that part. Degraded back to Neanderthal <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Facebook comments and uh, the the iTunes ratings. iTunes ratings are five star ratings. That's a pie or that's a cake. a cake. It's a cake. So yeah, if if you're if you forgot, you got one more week. Let's get them in. We want to see Sammy covered in cream pies. I need all the cream pies I can get. I'd actually take a coconut cream pie about now. <laughs> That'd be nice and refreshing in this hot room. <laughs> right. Well, shall we move to the news corner? We can. This will be a quick move. Oh, a quick move. I haven't done that since I moved next door from next door. <laughs> Especially because I had nothing to move with me except for Opie. <laughs> well, to the news corner we go. News. Okay. So this is literally the only thing I've had that popped up that made me be like, I got to gotta look at look into this and talk about this. So surprise release. We got Doom 1, 2, and 3 released for the Switch. 
So if you want to go back and relive the old days and be able to carry it around with you, hey, you can do that now. But you will need a Bethesda account to play Doom, which was originally released in 1993. Does it even have online? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Maybe They might have put it back in for this. And, and uh, to be fair, I guess for 1 and 2, you only need the account once to unlock the game. But for Doom 3, you have to put it in every time you want to play. That's fucking ridiculous. In order, in order to get all the features and content to be available. Redonkulous. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Bethesda? Why? Why? I don't, I don't know. I was like, really? Like, for, for an old-ass game being re-released, you're like, hey, you got to have a Bethesda account. Yeah. So, like, if you're just running around and you can't connect to the internet, you can't play Doom, a 1993 game? Right. right. You gotta, well, you have, to, you have to be able to do it the first time. So if you, as long as you can do it once, you'll be okay. Okay. But if you want to play Doom three, you best have some internet. That's crazy. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Actually, The Verge says they might remove it. Oh, oh, they Update. might be removing this. Yeah, they Bethesda's should. Is already on their shit. They're like, oh, we fucked up with Fallout. We can't fuck up with this too. <laughs> we can't fuck up an old game that everyone loves. We can't do it. We can't do it. Not now. <laughs> oh, Bethesda, when will you learn? <laughs> Never. You. You don't need accounts for everything. That's a lie. <laughs> According to them. But yeah, that was, uh, that was about the only thing I really found. Only other thing I could tell you is that Marvel apparently already has things planned through Phase 5. Even though they've only told us about like the 10 or 11 things that are in Phase 4. They just decided that was enough for people for now. Interesting. Which is like two years worth of content. I, I was going to say, yeah. They've got Phase 5 already figured out too, I guess. But they're like, no, no, we're not going to go into Phase 5 right now. When the uh, actors are 78 years <laughs> old, we will have them on Phase 14. Avengers 75. <laughs> and everybody will walk with canes. It'll be like the beginning of Jackass 3. Yeah, there you go. All over again. There you go. Just everybody's an old fucking man. Right. Even the woman. And woman. Oh, honestly, even the women, they turned old men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's possible. That's completely PC nowadays. Right, if they right. want to do that, they are allowed to do that they in are. the movies, <laughs> in real life, or wherever they want to cut off their penis, or add a penis, not yeah. cut off. Yeah, they'd, they'd add be a adding. penis, too. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Then um, was it Deadpool? Kind of uh, Ryan Reynolds teased Deadpool being part of Marvel's Phase 5, but, I mean, that could just be Ryan Reynolds trolling everybody, so good luck with that. Yeah, it, it could be. But I, I'd hope, I could hope. Right. I mean, I really hope that they continue on the the Deadpool stuff. Uh, Spider Man grossed a billion dollars, so we get to continue with the Marvel Sony deal. We'll get more Spider Man in Marvel stuff, and uh, maybe Venom and Marvel, or Venom and Spider Man will interact, and we'll have a more proper looking Venom. Yeah. And hopefully another a better Venom compared to the first one. First one was okay. I just recently re- rewatched it. And I'd give it a resounding okay. A resounding zero and a K. Yeah. Not even a thousand. No. It really wasn't much as far as news that I found. Oh, hey, this is one thing for everyone. If you are interested in getting yourself an, uh, the two Nintendo vouchers for a hundred bucks, that, it's, yeah. No, is it a hundred? Yeah, I think yeah. it is because yeah. it's 50 a piece. Yeah, so for a hundred bucks. Uh, that ends on the 31st. So that should be the day that this is going out. So if that's something you're interested in, those things will last for a year. So if you buy them on the 31st, they will last until uh, the 31st uh, in 2020. Oh, they'll have clear vision then. Yes. They'll know exactly what games they want by then, I think. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and it's only two vouchers. Well, it's however many vouchers you want to buy. But for 100 bucks, it's two vouchers. Uh, you can spend it on both of the Pokemon games, for example, which is one of the things I'm going to do. Uh, you could 
get Marvel Ultimate Alliance like I did with one of your vouchers. You could use it for the new, uh, well, not new, but the the remake of uh, Zelda: Link's Awakening. Yep. Uh, also, and, oh. I think it works on three houses. Yeah, it should. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely works on the Mario or on Mario on the Nintendo first party games, and then some of the uh, third party games. Definitely ones that are exclusive to Nintendo, if not others. But if you go through the the Nintendo store, you can definitely find out. Always good. So, just a reminder, um, in case anybody was interested and forgot about it. I I did. Yeah. I did, too, until I was like, oh, shit, that's ending this week. I gotta go do that. Yeah, I gotta decide if I want to get it, since I just bought a new GoPro. And, yeah. I mean... If you can, it, it would save you $20 yeah. on... Yeah, it uh, technically does between, save me money. Because you want to get uh, Zelda, mm-hmm. and you're you're going to want to get one of the Pokemon games. So it'll save you 20 bucks for those two. Yeah, it will, it will save me money in the long run, so I'll probably do it. I just bought a new tent, because I didn't want to be in a wind tunnel. Right. In, yeah, uh, I was Iceland. Say, if, if you can afford it, it's great, just because it'll save you money. But I could definitely afford it. I just... I don't it, like to go over my spending limit. Yeah, each no, time. dude, I, that, well, that's part of if you can afford it. Yeah. You know, if you set yourself limits on what you're spending, that's part of the if you can afford it. It's, yes, I can afford it, but I have limits, and I would like to not go over them. I'll probably go so. over it for this. <laughs> right, fair enough. I'm going to probably put it on my, my Discover card, so I, I feel you on that part. But I do respect the fact that people have limits, and they don't want to go past those. Respect the limits. Say no. But you know what you can say yes to? Yes. You can say yes to a five-star review on iTunes or oh, any review on iTunes. And I will let you know that you were helpful. Yes. It will be a helpful review. And we'll let you know because it'll be a pie in Sammy's face. Yes. Or you could go and like us on Facebook and you could give us some reviews there. For each two reviews you give there, we'll get a pie in my face too. Oh, yeah. Also, you could do the usual comment and just like our stuff. Start laughing at our shenanigans. Leave us uh, ideas for a new um, event or uh, things you might want to do together with a group of friends exactly come you on can, out or you can send us an email if you want to talk to us privately and you don't want everyone else knowing what the hell you're saying to us yes and that would be geeks with issues that's g33ks with issues at gmail.com and you know where you lastly can find us in some of our new recordings that will be coming out youtube my tube youtube oh on youtube okay yeah i think i'll go and watch some of our stuff there and you'll find us again geeks with issues and yep. we will have some new stuff coming out uh, as soon as I finish editing. <laughs> oh, yes. And we'll have more stuff recorded this week. Yes, we will. More gaming, tabletop yeah. gaming, so, keyforging, other things. Either we're getting used to the heat or it's kind of cooling off up here. So we're, we're a little more inclined to do it, stuff. Exactly. Um, until next time, uh, I'm going to go see Hell Yeah play this week. Hell yeah! I'll see you next week. Bye.